Hi, welcome to episode two of Twinilla Business Talk podcast, hosted by Denise, photographer, Lorraine, property developer, and Naomi, architect. Wherever you're tuning in, remember you can search Twinilla and pick us up on Spotify or iTunes or see us on YouTube every Thursday. We hope you enjoy the show. Say hello to our people and pick up on our goals from last week, shall we? Yeah. Shall we? We say hello to our people. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. Right. Anyway, we promised we'd open the show. Lorraine, you said you were going to write. I did. did you I write? Did. I did. So I am really, really pleased. I half achieved my goal because I did write an article. And wow. I put that article on LinkedIn just before we came on air. Yeah, well done. So um, that's that's great. Now what I need to do is the other half of the promise, which is I said I would write an article and send it to a magazine to publication. Yeah, and I haven't done that. However, I was really inspired this morning by Sherry Blair who um, is running this inspirational foundation to, um, for entrepreneurial women around the world really? to have mentors to achieve their goals. Yeah. And I thought, that's the person who I want to send my article to. Wow. Um, so it's, it's kind of like everything's slotted in. That's so timely. I'll do that Brilliant. after this call. So where can we find the article? On LinkedIn in... Is it view from my window? Uh, so it's on LinkedIn under Lorraine Thomas or view from my window. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So we heard it right and I here. I need to sort of spread it out there a little bit. We heard it right here. A bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's actually about, it's actually about bookshelves and that backdrop. <laughs> I just thought I had to write about that. I think, I think that's a really good thing. So just for the record, tell people what it is about Zoom calls and the bookshelf yeah. behind people that we see on TV every single day. So for the last four weeks, I have been noticing that everybody that comments, every member of parliament, anyone who's anyone who talks about anything has a bookshelf behind them. And I'm wondering, what is that about? Is it that their room actually has a bookshelf in it? Is it a fake backdrop or is it that they just want to appear knowledgeable that they read a lot of books i think it's the latter yeah oh so goals naomi did you pick yours up did you do them i did um i touched base with my consultants this week um so i've been working on my own now for a year and a half um other than working with clients other than working with um other specialists on the job um, and so it's been a year and a half since I've actually managed people um, on my jobs um, for the, the same output, the same goals. Um, and it took a while to get used to again. I'd forgotten how much I used to plan and how much I used to organise myself to be able to then organise other people. 
Um, and I think I've got into a bad habit of just going from one thing to the other, to the next, to the next, because because it's just me. I don't have to tell anybody else. Um, but actually, in the process of communicating to other people, I feel like I need to communicate to myself a little bit more. Um, so mixed, really good in the sense that um, I managed to set people off on work. I've even looked at some of them. Um, gone through them, added my own bits to them, um, but then hard in the sense that I need to relearn <laughs> how to be a better manager. <laughs> I remember you saying to me, Naomi, um, when I spoke to you, was it yesterday? And I, and I said, so how's that work coming along? Have you started? And you went, oh yes, uh, my team are on it. <laughs> but you said, the bottleneck is me because yes. I now need to check the work. And you know what I always used to moan about um, previous directors being the bottleneck in previous organisations yes. that I've worked in. And now I am that bottleneck. <laughs> I, need to, I need to not to be the bottleneck. I need to organise myself in a way that I am not the bottleneck. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Plate spinning is one thing, but bottleneck is another. Bottleneck is another. It's quite yeah. destructive. Get rid of that neck today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that thing where they like slice off the um, champagne cork? Yeah. Like I need to do like a, a mental one of them. Exactly that. That's it. But at least you achieved. You set goals last week and you achieved them. That's what. That's what we're about. That's what yeah. we need to encourage people to do. I did. Remind me as what well. you, yeah, I was going to say. Remind me of what your goal was. My goal. Well, a, a lot of it was Twinilla based. Um, there's only one goal that I didn't achieve, but I did achieve multiple others. So I set the goal to um, get my ebook, my mini ebook written, which I have done. I should have printed it so I could show it, show you, wave it about in front of the screen. So I have done that. So it just needs to look pretty. And I spoke to somebody this morning who is going to test it for me. Yay! yay. So that's going to be tested. So that will be out soon on the interweb. Um, I said that I would get our episode one of Twinilla, uh, the business real talk up and at them by the end of the week. So it was on YouTube the very same night, which was great. Um, mm -hmm. And Good managed work. to set up the platform. So it's on Spotify and iTunes. So we've done that. We've achieved that. The only thing I did not achieve was the website. The websites. So we have uh, a blank page. How bad and wrong you are. Hey? How bad and wrong you are. How bad and wrong I am. But I, did achieve, I did achieve multiple other goals. I should have brought my list to show you all the ticks. There were a lot of ticks. But that's what it's about, right? So we set these goals. I, they are pinned up on the wall in my study. And I ticked them. And I looked at the list and I felt quite satisfied. And I think that's how we should feel every week. Satisfied with what we've achieved. Yeah, you see, now... If I write things on a list, it gives me, and the reason I write them and I don't put them in a phone or have them electronic is because I really enjoy taking a pen and like, yes, out. I just feel that's a real achievement when you can really scrub it out because that means done. Now, if there are spaces, I, it gets into my head. Because <laughs> well, I didn't do those things. So I have to then write a new piece of paper they then go to the top of that list. And then I have another day where I don't 
achieve the three things at the bottom. And this is like a rolling. That's life. That's life. But it's taken me all these years to realize that is actually life. You don't have to scrub off everything all the time. Is that no, okay? you don't. And the thing, and you can't sometimes, but when you physically stand back and have a look at those lists and there's lots of things crossed out, that's where the satisfaction comes. And that's where you know that you've been moving in a direction. When there's when there are no goals and you're just plowing through the days aimlessly, what do you look back over? And then and that's what breeds the dissatisfaction in business or your job or anything, doesn't it? I guess so, yeah. I often find that um if I've started to get stressed or panicked, um, it's because all the stuff's up in my head and I haven't actually written it down. So I actually find it mentally um, a really good tool to use as well as um, efficiency in business and organisation. Um, but yeah, mentally to get it out of my head and onto a bit of paper. And then you see it for what it is, whereas in your head it's either blown up or minimised. Um, yeah. With a bit of paper you can be more objective about it and, and have a, a clearer picture of the steps you're going to take forward. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So you mentioned, Denise, that um, you put us on Spotify and you yes. put us on YouTube and yes. it was our first ever. And ever. iTunes. And iTunes. We're on iTunes. Well, when you sent that in the WhatsApp group, I, I, I literally started to shake and panic. <laughs> I was thinking, like, the world will now be looking at us and listening to us. And it suddenly made me, that whole thing about imposter syndrome came back again, where you said, right, okay, ladies, you were on it. Just share this, here's the link. And I was like, share it, share it to, to who? Um, and I was so nervous about sharing it to groups and all the kind of contacts I had. What was that about? I think... Shall I tell you what I think that was about? Yeah. Because um, you spoke to me briefly about it, didn't you? Yeah. It's been very cosy the last year and a half that we've been getting together as business women and sharing our experiences and advising each other, guiding each other, supporting each other. Yeah. But since we've decided to turn the cameras on, because we're just having discussions like we normally do, um, we've decided to turn the cameras on and share this with people because what we're trying to do is give to people right um it's almost as though we're asking ourselves do we have the authority as business coaches even you can call us business coaches if you want to do we have the authority to share that on social media platforms um, the, you know the voice in the head starts to chatter again but, you know, you can hold it right there because there are people that are thinking about, shall I start my own business? Shall I, where shall I start? Great big mountain that we talked about last week. Do you remember? How do I climb that mountain? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. And they're the people that we're reaching out to or the, the people in small businesses when they think we're in lockdown, what the hell's going to happen? Or the people that are absolutely overwhelmed with imposter syndrome they're the people that we're talking to so 
yes, you, what we're saying is, is for them. Do you, do you see what I mean? I can see where the, and, and you're sharing, we're, we're now sharing this with so many people because our meetings were so intimate, weren't they? It was just us three. It, we're, we're exposing ourselves. We're putting ourselves out there, but we're going to get people that like what we say. We've had great feedback, right? We've had great oh, feedback. Amazing. So I got over myself and actually did uh, send the link to a few groups. They came back and they were like, Good on you. Well done. You know, interesting. Now, whether they thought that or not, whether they even listened to us or not, the fact is they came back and said that. And I just thought, that's like, I, I have the, the right to do this now. You yes. know, I can, it was like a sign off. Yeah. How about you, Naomi? I mean, what, what was going on for you? Did you say? Yeah, I was, I was just flicking through um, on my phone because I remember um, jotting down a comment. I was just chatting to a friend um, and, and they were excited that I was doing a podcast and where did it come from? It came out of the blue and I said, yeah, it did for me as well. <laughs> One of these uh, mind trials. Um, and yeah, we were just chatting and she said, she said, you know what? I, I'll read it. I, I walked away from the podcast and thought, yeah, I should really start concentrating on my own business. And this is someone that has, has been in a corporate environment for a while um, and um, has a couple of ideas about what they want to do. Um, and, and I think the podcast just reminded them of, of how exciting it is to start a new journey. Yeah. And, and, and I think um, she was quite keen to listen again because I think um, she wanted to know, like, well, what did we do um, last week? We talked about because of the imposter syndrome, like we sort of undercharge or feel like undercharging. Um, or, or we charge more it's all in ourselves and so <laughs> don't, don't necessarily um, um, tell our clients why they should pay that amount or what service we are giving them um, so I think that was really helpful for her um, yeah I don't know what whether you guys got any more feedback uh, yeah i did but what you're saying that's exactly what we're trying to achieve for people mm. or that's exactly shall i say what we want people to achieve once they've tuned in um mm. i had some feedback oh my god imposter syndrome i've I, i've had that too do you, do you know what i mean and and pe i've got a goal let me just stop here i'm gonna try not to say do you know what i mean through this <laughs> through this podcast I listened last week. How many times she did last week? <laughs> I listened last week, and that was all I said. Do you know what I mean? I said that all. Anyway, um, and I've had, you know, and we were talking about goal setting, you know, and I spoke to somebody who said, "I'm I'm going to get on that right now." That spurned me on to set some goals, um, and and she's been wallowing wallowing around in her business. You know, should I go this way or that way or what have you? What she's going to do is put some goals on paper. You can't beat a big biro and some paper and a wall to pin it up on. You can't beat it, can you? With all the technology. Can't beat it. Although this is why you need a phone like this where you can just write it on your Right, she's got, just saying that again. Can we, thinking about the imposter syndrome and where that comes from, we know that it comes from a place of self-doubt, okay? And where we don't fully believe in ourselves at certain times. How far have you guys taken that? I know that I've taken it quite far um, where I've projected my self-doubt onto friends and family 
from for argument's sakes i'm trying to set up a business and you you need support we all know that we need support and i found that i've gone for support in podcasts webinars mentoring and things like that and not my family necessarily or my close friends and then i've and then i've conjured up this notion in my head where they're not supporting me they they don't support me they're not interested in what i'm doing and what's what has cemented that is where i read online from other business owners small business owners the last people to get support from are your friends and family now i actually believed that to be true at one point and i don't know if that's something that you guys have been through i actually believed it to be true they're not interested in me as a photographer whereas what i can say now is that quite possibly wasn't true that was more about me not believing in myself and me not communicating my feelings about my business to my friends and family does that make sense it does do you want to take it first naomi yeah i can do um i think i'm quite a private person anyway me too. and i think um i'm on the borderline between introvert extrovert and internal processing and external processing like i have bits of my life where i do one or the other and and i just flip between them and so i'm still sort of trying to work out um if there's a pattern whether i'm one in a particular situation or another um but i would say on the whole i internally process what i'm doing business-wise so i like to sit there on my own and process it by myself and then once i've done that i feel confident to then present to yeah. my clients or my co-workers or my friends and my family um other times if i'm stuck with a particular problem um it's almost like i, I need to externally pro process um or vent um and i so then therefore picking up on what, what you were asking am i therefore not giving my friends and family the best of my thoughts i'm only troubling them with my with my troubles or my annoyances um whereas um, the few times that i have gone to people with well oh, should i employ someone should i not should i um, do this should i not what about this job do you think i should take this on um I think they felt valued to be part of the process yeah. and and so i don't know why i don't consult them i think i think maybe again the imposter syndrome it's oh i own my own business like and and somehow i don't fit into this person that owns their own business in my head yeah so therefore i don't want to talk about it because it feels like i'm boasting or it feels like i'm bigging myself up and yeah. i think this is why i've struggled this whole week in particular with the social media side of things just lay low when it comes to social media and and i think that's how i am um with my friends and family that's really interesting it, it is um you know i i hear what both of you say and uh, i would agree for me um the reason i would love to share my stuff with friends and family but my sister's um aren't on linkedin one's in america one's over here they're not on on linkedin you know um they're not on instagram uh they're not on facebook um 
And so it's really, really tricky because I also, my legal friends, friends that are, are lawyers, they don't tend to, they might be on LinkedIn, but they, yeah. they don't jump on there a lot. Um, and they're certainly not on Instagram and they're certainly, uh, you know, they're very private on Facebook. So I, I find it really hard to share with my nearest and dearest. Um, and my partner, I, I, is not visible anyway, so I can't share with, with him online um and so it's like i i i don't know what to do about that bit of it really um so all i can do is just put it out there for people who don't know me to get to know me um and you know this is me so i just need to get over myself really and be okay with sharing it uh, more widely when you said Denise that you'd shared it on Facebook I thought a number of your uh, our old friends growing up will be on Facebook and I thought oh my gosh they're yeah. gonna know everything about me <laughs> and it was kind of like that that fear of uh they're gonna judge me now you know yeah. um and that's that still rings true in my head um and for colleagues and clients and people like that I was thinking are they going to think I'm serious enough? You know, yes. this, is, this is just talk, isn't it? But it's real talk. So, yeah. yeah. I think, it's, think well, what we're sharing isn't the polished article. It's the journey. Um, and quite often I find in, in articles and magazines is this is the solution. This is how you should do this. This is how you should do that. Um, and actually it doesn't really talk about the emotions involved with running a business. Um, with starting up, with with the hurdles that you everybody goes through, um, so I think that's why I find this group quite interesting because it's not oh I read this article and yeah. this is what you try it and come back next week and tell me if it's worked. It's like no, I, I get what you're going through, or oh my goodness, I hadn't thought about that. Or like what what do you think I need to be aware of? And it's it's sharing that process. I think that. Um, I find enjoyment in just, just because I, I haven't been able to find that elsewhere. Yeah. I, th I think you're right. I think um, our support and our success will come from our fears and failures and showing people that you can actually get over those quite, quite quickly. And it's normal. It, it, and that's, that's, that's really interesting because people you know amongst all the reasons why they shouldn't set up their business or why it's not going to work is because they don't believe it's okay to make mistakes or to be fearful or to cock up or what have you and it and it's and it is the bumpy road that you travel um and and it is okay it absolutely is okay um we've we've done it we're doing it you know um and i think what i'm getting out of this is that anybody thinking of setting up their own business big or small no matter what it is you absolutely need the support of yeah. your nearest and dearest and you know we almost get this these are people that we know very very well you know Lorraine the people that we went to school with people that in our lives and you know in our families but we're almost shy to expose ourselves like that those vulnerabilities to our friends and our families perhaps the reason is we're quite strong individuals anyway because 
it takes a certain kind of strength to decide, you know what, I'm going to go set up a business. It takes a certain kind of strength. But once you jump into that, you become extremely vulnerable and really fearful and, and, and you develop this self-doubt and the imposter syndrome and all sorts of things that you've never experienced before. How do you go to your friends that you're so close to and your family and say, I feel pretty weak right now. I feel really scared right now because that's not what they expect no. from you. It's almost as though we want to go back to them with the finished article. I'm earning six figures and I'm fabulous. Do you know what I mean? We don't, oh, I said it again. We don't want to go to them when we haven't earned any money for three months or, you know, or we're feeling really small in the arena that we've jumped into. And, but it's okay. And I would say to somebody now, or I would say to myself a few years ago, it's okay. You're going to feel really crappy. You're going to feel really small. You're going to feel like the worst photographer in the world, but keep running. Yeah. Running towards it. I think that's especially And it's especially true in your first year. Like I, I think the thing that um, kept me going in a business sense um, throughout my first year was that everybody told me that most businesses make a loss in their first year yeah and so I didn't make a loss in my first year it was it was amazing it was incredible but I was expecting to make a, a loss in my first year because that's just the norm apparently and um so that's what your accountant tells you <laughs> it's good to make a loss <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's all right to make a lot. Tax man. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's why there's business loans and all the rest of it. Like, um, to um, ensure that it, you can get through your first year because, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm providing a service. I I'm not necessarily buying stock and selling it on, so I don't necessarily need capital uh, to be able to start my business. But um, I think just knowing that, if I was just getting by, that was really good. I wasn't making a loss. Yeah, um, yeah I still didn't share that with, with people necessarily. It just seems like a, a little bit taboo, doesn't it, in, a, in our world? You don't, you don't share how much you earn, really, do you? you have, there are vague understandings of what bound people are on in what salary level and different companies, but yeah. unless you're in the top 100, you know, do people talk about that? I don't know. No. I, I don't. No, people aren't going to come forward and say, I'm earning substantially less than I was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I took a massive pay cut, a massive pay cut. I was working as a project manager in construction. Um, I took a massive pay cut. And well, I think I explained last week, I sat down at my desk and I thought, what have I done? <laughs> Where's my security? But it's thoroughly rewarding and I wouldn't change it. Yeah, that's the reality. That is, that is the reality for people to grasp and know that it's okay. There's so many webinars, you know, out there where you can click the link to learn more. Start a business in blah, blah and earn six figures in three months and you know it's not real it really isn't real um it's you can't start your own business and and 
automatically be rich and and be rich in freedom as well you have to work like a beast if you want success and prepare to do so and you know so if, if you start your own business anybody and and they think i wanted to start my own business so that i have more freedom to look after my kids and they find in that first year there is no freedom to look after their kids happy days because that is the journey that you have to go on in order to achieve that freedom later on down the line is it not i think that the other thing the thing that i probably add to that is to say um surround yourself with people who make you feel good yes because there are so many lows 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 and the thing that this group really does um is that it makes you it makes you feel good so even when you're feeling low you'll say a positive comment and then that will take all that stress away yes so surround yourself by with people and um that make you feel good and listen to podcasts yeah. where they're they're doing real talk yes so on that note to these how can people get in contact with us how can they sort of join in how can they comment and well, I put, I put a post up this morning to tell people yeah. to tune in uh, tomorrow because this right. will be up tomorrow. Um, but I've, through Facebook, because we've got the Twinilla page on Facebook, they can message us on Facebook to ask any questions because we're not doing, you know, admittedly, we are not doing these live just yet. Yeah. We record them on a Wednesday. Today is Wednesday and they're ready to, for people to view and tune in on a Thursday. But they can come and ask us any questions or tell us their experiences through the messenger in Facebook or private DM us um, through um, Instagram as well and we are happy to talk about people's questions yes fears so, absolutely we can know, bring them that the topic of conversation yeah we can bring them through on the show and i think that gives other people more comfort that actually this really is something that everybody goes through um this it's it's the reality of of setting up your own business or running your own small business particularly through like times to... like this I'd like to link that with what Lorraine was saying um, just now before we were, were talking about how, how you can get in contact. Is it that we need to surround ourselves by people that make us feel good? Or is it that we feel good because we're surrounding ourselves with people that are honest with us and say mm. our um, achievements and then help us work through those um at hard points or the things we've done wrong or, or maybe missed it's both it's definitely both so in summary we need to surround ourselves with people that are beneficial to our businesses so the feedback can be great it can be negative it can, you know constructive things that are beneficial to us and and you know network you must people must network networking is an absolute must so that you meet people in the same situation or similar situation as yourself who have been through the experiences that you're just facing and one thing that's really aside from friends and family being quite shy of them yeah. network i've learned that networking with people that do the same thing as you you know i i came into photography thinking 
well, I'm a photographer and so is that person over there. So I need to stay away from them because, you know, you know, competition. Yeah, and not your competition. Competition. Yeah. Oh, no. But, but I have <laughs> a super network of other photographers and not just photographers. We're all wedding photographers, you know, but it's so helpful. We lean into each other, you know, and if I'm going to shoot a big wedding and I need a second photographer, well, I'm in a network of people that do exactly the same as me. I think as long as the, your integrity is intact and your intentions are correct, lean into people that do the same as you because they will have made mistakes that you haven't yet come across. How does that work with competition? Because so it, it, to me, it, um, just hearing you describe that makes me think that you're getting to know people at a distance um to use when it do you know what i mean use the bits that you can use of each other but then how much do you really share in that environment i'm interested to know oh can i take that one go because um i am view from my window is all about lifting others and the more i give the more i share Honestly, it's the more I get back. And I think as a property developer and as a property mentor in particular, I just, you, you know, there is so much, there's enough to go around for everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, your clients, your customers will buy you and there'll be something that somebody else will have that you won't have and you won't want that because that's not you. So I, I am totally with you on this, Denise, but be amongst those people that are like you, that are similar to you, that can add value to you. And don't be afraid. You, and don't be afraid. And it, but it takes something to learn that, actually. It does. It, 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 I was afraid. One of my first experiences with another photographer who was more experienced than me hated she hated other photographers so i i was kind of she was somewhere from she i was starting my learning with in her company but it was too oppressive it was too negative and i thought this this can't be right this cannot be right and i met uh one of my mentors um a photographer i will name her faye cornhill faye cornhill photography look her up or Faye Cornhill Coaching. She coaches photographers. Ah. She is an, an amazing wedding photographer, but she teaches people to be amazing wedding photographers. That's, that's it there. It's written on the can. Not to, you know, why would she share that um, when she could keep that to herself? But you can't keep it to yourself. Competition is healthy. Um, but I, I really do lean into other photographers and like Lorraine says, there is enough to go around and I would share everything with them because I think you, you, you kind of, it, it doesn't matter what walk of life it is. There are great people and there are not so great people. Well, you don't lean into the not so great people, do you? So, you know, I feel that I'm a good person and photographer and i find another good person and photographer and we lean into each other there's there's so much work out there um my photography looks like this his looks like that the client is going to go with 
what resonates with them because none of us are the same. So I think that's a really, really good hurdle to jump, a really healthy one to find people that do what you do and learn from them. You learn from each other. I did mention last week and I, and I've got a note of it here. There was a book that I mentioned last week called about getting out of your way. Um, Now it's called how to get out of your own way. And it's by Tyrese Gibson. Very, very good book. You can pick that up on Amazon or wherever Waterstones really, really good book for you to just get some clarity. Um, when you're starting up your own business and for you to recognize where the blockages are actually you and not not anybody else it's excellent Highly I'll, excellent. I'll have that as a birthday present then okay because <laughs> <laughs> i won't remember to write it down but it sounds like something i need it's very very good book, yeah. very good book. so on that note we'll say goodbye to our people yeah, yeah. Hope everybody has a really, really good week. But do message us. Any questions, just message us. And we can come back with them with the answers next week.